if you've got a YouTube channel or are thinking about having a YouTube channel, today I'm going to talk about YouTube. I've done a lot of content marketing over the years and um, YouTube is one of the platforms that I've built on. So I just want to talk about what works, what doesn't work, things I wish I would have known um, before I started. So first of all, YouTube, the reason I started it was to drive traffic to my website originally. And then it kind of caught up to my website traffic. So um, I still use it to drive traffic to my website. I still have links to my website and that kind of stuff. But YouTube can be its own entity, really. Uh, because originally I was going to drive traffic to my website and then from there do affiliate marketing and uh, generate leads and that kind of stuff. But you can do it all from YouTube. So what are the things that you should know if you're starting or about to start or maybe you've already got a YouTube channel? So there are a couple things to keep in mind. First of all, you, unlike a website, YouTube, like if you own your own website, like my YouTube channel is uh, Wealth and Eyes, just like my website. Everything that I've got other than my podcasts are really branded under Wealth and Eyes. And so YouTube is the platform and they own it. Whereas um, my website, I have WordPress and I can put anything I want up on that website. I don't have to worry about being censored. I don't have to worry about um, breaking some rule and they take me down. That kind of stuff because I own the platform. I own the website and um, I own the domain, all that kind of stuff. But there are so many technical things that go into a website like page load speed, um, keyword research, all that kind of stuff. So I kind of approached YouTube that way in the beginning and I really shouldn't have. And, you know, my channel has grown, but I think it would have grown a lot faster and I probably wouldn't have lost interest. I don't put out a whole lot of videos now. But I think if I would have known what I was doing in the beginning or if I were to start another YouTube channel, I think it would grow a lot faster. So here are some of the things that you need to know. And I'm going to talk about kind of growing YouTube and then I'm going to talk about the money part a little bit as well. So the first thing is um, YouTube for it to grow. Yes, people can do searches on YouTube. But if you've ever, you know, more and more people are watching YouTube on TV and if you've ever done a search for something on TV, a lot of times it's just a hassle. So what happens is, for the most part, you're just scrolling through what looks good, maybe letting it play a little bit and seeing the first like 10 or 15 seconds. But you don't do as many searches as maybe in the old days when people were going to YouTube on their computer. So even though people can find you through keywords, it's not as important as getting people to click on on what your your video is so here's the first thing click-through rate i am not good at click-through rate but looking at my channel and actually looking at my daughter has a channel too and a lot of her videos uh, take off from the start a little bit faster than mine and she's done a couple things that i didn't do one thing is that her content is very similar to all the other content on her YouTube channel. So I guess before I talk about click-through rate, I should talk about the content in general. You need to pick a niche or a topic on YouTube and you need to stick to it. I have stuff on my YouTube channel about making money. I have stuff about network marketing. I have stuff um, about faith and God. I have stuff about real estate. I have um, some of my most watched videos 
that have gotten the most views are like how-to tutorials, like DIY, uh, do-it-yourself stuff, like how to build a fire pit in your house. I mean, in your backyard, that kind of stuff. Because I, I did videos like that thinking, well, here's some content that I can make. And when I made that channel, I was focused on what people will be searching for and different people finding different videos. What YouTube is really good at is finding a uh, finding an audience for a specific niche or for a, a specific type of video. So your best bet when you start YouTube, because it's really hard to kind of switch topics, and my videos, a lot of them don't do as good as I think they would because YouTube doesn't really know exactly who to show it to. So that's the one thing I would suggest is just pick, pick a topic and if I could go back and do it all over again, I've actually thought about taking all the videos down and uploading them in separate channels. And I might do that someday. Um, but if I could go back and do it all over again, I would have stuck to one topic. And if I came up with a video idea for another topic, I would have just created another YouTube channel and put out less videos on that channel because I think they would have done better. Um, I would have had a few channels doing better probably than my one channel is doing. Um, the second thing about YouTube that I've noticed is click-through rate. You know, if you watch a lot of the YouTubers that talk about how to grow a YouTube channel, they'll talk about engagement, and engagement is important. You do not want people to drop off of your video. You want to keep them engaged as long as you can. And that means, um, for me, what I've done to create that, because a lot of mine are talking heads where I'm just talking about something, is I will use clips... I will use uh, B-roll, I will use videos when possible, and I will constantly have the screen changing. Because if the screen's not changing, in fact, if I don't even have B-roll, which is like a picture or a video that's overlaid over the video so you can still hear the sound. Think of somebody talking about going to Paris and you're either watching their head or you're watching a little video clip of the Eiffel Tower. You know, I'll stick stuff like that in there to keep people's attention. And if it is just my head talking, I will cut. You know, I'll zoom in, then I'll zoom out. If you ever watch television, which we all do, if you ever pay attention, this is when the light bulb clicked for me. I started um, counting how many seconds it was before there was a scene change, before the screen changed to something else. And if you're watching TV, it's going to be every two or three seconds. Um, so I kind of take that model into YouTube and I do that to try to keep people engaged. And it works pretty well. I have a pretty high engagement rate. And um, I get people stick on my videos um, for a decent amount of time. And that's why I think my video channel has done okay. But what I'm not good at, and I think is a bigger factor. Everyone likes to say engagement is a bigger factor. But I haven't seen it because I've seen some really high engaging videos that have you know a large percentage viewed. And they don't get as much um, views as a video that has a higher click-through rate, but more people drop off. So the most important thing, unfortunately, is clickbait. You need to make your thumbnail and your title something that people want to click. And it needs to appeal. The more people that it can appeal to, the, the chances are the better it's going to do. Unless you have created your videos in a particular niche, then you might get more more clicks but for the most part my videos that have done well um, they are things that are kind of broad 
and would appeal to a broader audience or it's an audience that's very easy to figure out what what somebody's looking for like how to build a fire pit in your backyard i'm assuming that people that are watching that video are ones that have done a search at some point and then they've watched a couple of those videos and then youtube says hey these people are kind of into this right now so let me show them more of that so that's click-through rate i'm not very good at it so i'm not going to give any tips and advice on how to get more clicks but that's something that you want to think of right from the beginning engagement i've already explained how to keep it engaging and then let's talk about money so if you want to make money on youtube there's a couple ways to do it to make money from youtube directly you have to have a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time before you can qualify to get monetized now a lot of people will try to do sub for sub or buy subs that'll just mess up your channel it's against youtube policy so if they catch you they're going to shut down your channel um don't do that you need to grow it organically because even if you could wave a magic wand and get a thousand subscribers by tomorrow you wouldn't if they're not real they're not going to be watching the videos so you're not going to make money anyway so just let it happen organically um to get the four thousand hours you need to have longer videos you know if all your videos are three or four minutes even if they watch 50 percent of the video you're only getting let's say it's a four minute video you're only getting two minutes of watch time and you need four thousand hours but if you have a 10 minute video that happens to take off and they watch 50 percent, you get five minutes which is more than double so that's something to think about and then on top of that once you do get monetized i think it's the 10 minute mark anything over 10 minutes could have uh, multiple commercial breaks in it and so that's potentially more revenue in your pocket so they can earn more on each of those videos now the question is does it being over 10 minutes make it less clickable and i think it kind of does i know when i'm sitting down to watch a couple videos on youtube sometimes i'll bypass the 20 or 30 minute videos because i'm only trying to fill 10 minutes of time or 15 minutes um, and there's something about a video being under 10 minutes that just makes me want to click on it more because it seems like sometimes the ones over 10 minutes are drawn out and there's extra stuff in there and i like succinct videos that don't have a lot of fluff um so if you can make them longer because the content is there then do it but don't stretch out your videos just for the sake of stretching them out um, another thing about making money on youtube from ad revenue other than extra commercials in in videos longer than 10 minutes is the fact that it's all based on topic so you got to think about what advertisers will pay for so when you're picking your niche if there's something that you're interested in that revolves around something that has to do with money or that companies could they would want to be advertising to your audience and they would pay more for that then i would say go with that niche because you won't need as many people watching to make more money whereas if you do it let's say you make let's just say a family vlog for example that appeals to the masses and it's just entertainment yes you'll get some people advertising on your videos but you may it might take millions and millions of views just to make a decent amount of money off of those however let's say you've spent your life um, in banking and you're really interested in mortgages and mortgage rates and helping somebody become a, a better loan officer that type of stuff 
if you make videos about mortgages and all that kind of stuff, you're going to have, number one, big money behind the advertising. And number two, who, you know, banks want to advertise to people who are looking for mortgages or thinking about mortgages or thinking about refinancing because you think um, it might be a credit card company or a refinance company. They want to put their message in front of the right people. So they're going to pay more to compete for that ad spot. So you're going to make more money. Same thing with insurance, real estate, um, anything like that. Financial services and real estate and insurance or medical. Although medical can be tricky because I think there's there's rules and regulations and and they can kind of suppress videos if they think that they don't uh, promote the right doctrine, if you will, or ideology. So anyway, that's that's something to think about. But if you can do something within um, real estate or mortgage services or insurance or something that has money behind it, you're going to make a whole lot more money because your audience is going to be, number one, something that advertisers want to get in front of. And number two, they're going to be advertisers with money who are competing with other advertisers who have money. So that's what I would suggest when it comes to that. Um, And then the other piece of that is affiliate marketing. I've made probably more off of affiliate marketing, well, I know I have, than I have ad revenue. Because affiliate marketing, you know, there's a couple ways to do it. You can use Amazon affiliate marketing, which I do on some of my DIY projects. You know, it's like how to fix X, Y, and Z. And then you're you're doing something and you have a special tool and you say, oh, you can grab one of these tools if you don't have one off of Amazon. And you put a link to it. And if they click on that link, order it, you get a little bit of commission. That'll make you a little bit. If you get lots and lots of views, it could be a very substantial amount of money Um, but Amazon doesn't pay that much the other piece of that is for example I promote a real estate course that teaches people how to flip land and I put that in my uh, real estate videos and my land flipping videos and if people click on that and order um, I can get a pretty hefty uh, commission based on what they order because it's like a twenty five hundred or three thousand dollar product. Sometimes I can make I've, I've made as much as a thousand dollars on a sale. Uh, the thing that interests me the most is they sell a monthly. Um, it's kind of like a software as a service, and if people order that, I think it's like two hundred dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month or I don't know how much it is, but I know that my revenue is fifty dollars a month, and so you get a couple people doing that, and that pays for. You know, I think right now I'm at 100 or 150 dollars a month, which is just three customers. But those are customers that have been around for a while. And my website, for example, with uh, domain fees and hosting fees and all that kind of stuff, cost me about um, 35 dollars a month. And then my ClickFunnels, which is the only other software that I really pay for, is about 19 dollars a month. So that's 55 dollars a month. And that, that revenue from that, those couple sales, it's recurring revenue. So I get a hundred to $150 every single month, not counting sales of the actual program. So like next month, I think I'm going to make $350, but a hundred or 150 of that is recurring revenue. And then I got another 250 or so in affiliate commissions. So that pays easily for how much it costs to run my website. 
And since YouTube doesn't have anything that I have to pay for, then I'm already, I'm already doing well and I'm not losing money. So anyway, those are some of the things to think about. I hope this was helpful. I know it's kind of an off topic, but hey, this, this podcast has all kinds of stuff on it. Since YouTube isn't really a great place to cover a bunch of different topics, I do it on my podcast. So I hope you'll go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. Just It's made so that it's like a smorgasbord. You can just scroll through, look at the uh, titles, and pick out the ones that sound good to you. Listen to them. Please share any of them with any of your friends that you think might be interested. God bless, and I'll see you on the next episode.